On today's episode, I talk with Ardmore Boys track coach Bryce Bell. Coach Bell started his coaching career at Dixon and is currently the boys track coach at Ardmore where he's been for the past four years. Coach Bell was also a member of the OBU track team in college. This past track season, his Tiger track team were the 5A state runner-ups. And he's also a member of that crazy group of people, like myself, that runs even though they don't have to. It's a good group to be in, though. Here's my conversation with Coach Bryce Bell. All right, Coach, thanks for taking time out of your day to talk with me a little bit. Uh, Thank you for having me. No problem. No problem. Now, we were kind of talking off camera a little bit. Uh, you, you, you run for, you're, you're a member of the run for fun tribe. So, uh, yes. If you call, uh, sometimes it's fun. It's, it's a stress reliever. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Sometimes okay. it's kind of fun to, fun to dislike myself for what I'll do to myself. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a, I mean, I'm a run for fun person too. I mean, I, my wife tells me to go run because I get cranky if I don't, you know, yeah, sir. we were kind of talking off air, um, you said you started doing more trail runs instead of just, you know, getting out on the road or getting on the treadmill and running. Kind of talk about why you started doing that. Well, uh, I get distracted pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, going, I uh, kind of learned over time that and I always ran better with someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, conversation was always good. It made it a lot uh, lot more enjoyable. Um, but uh, if I get to running on my own, uh, I'll start thinking about how far I've got to go and I've got this much more time or distance and mm-hmm. uh, start doing uh, math in my head about how much more I'm going to hurt and yeah. makes it easy to talk myself out of it. So uh, trail running makes it easier to just be looking down and making sure I don't trip and hurt myself and yeah. roll an ankle and the next thing I know I'm done. Yeah, so I mean it's just something to kind of take your brain off of just what you got to do. Just yes. you know, the distance. Yeah. So I mean I'm I'm a I'm a runner too, but I kind of I do those same things, but I, I've never ran with anyone. The only time I've ever run with anyone is like on race day or something like if I'm running a 5K or something like that. But I never I've never thought about not having my headphones in. I'm always listening to a podcast or listening right. to music or something like that. Do you think that's kind of the same thing as keeping yourself distracted? I guess. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like I love having music um, and, and having something to something to listen to that keeps my mind takes my mind off of uh, just having to keep running. Yeah. Uh, it, I get too uh, distracted too easily, and if I don't have something, I'll get to thinking about uh, how, how how little fun it can be sometimes <laughs> out there running in the, the heat or yeah. uh, whatever, and yeah. thinking about something else I could be doing and decide to cut a run short or whatever uh if i've got music or something going or someone you know in conversation Mm -hmm. uh it just takes my mind off of wanting to find something else to do so it keeps me keeps me preoccupied and uh i do a lot better i i I admire people that can run with other people and carry on conversations i can't i i've even had people i've even had people offer hey let's go run i'm like eh, i'll take my dog or something you know because i mean yeah. i just I, yeah. I guess i'm too focused on what i'm doing my steps my stride i mean i'm yeah. kind of a bigger guy so it's i have to really focus on what i'm doing i couldn't carry on in conversations but i respect you guys that can do yeah. that. well thank you well i've got i've got me a good running dog too that helps yeah helps as well if i can keep up with him i'm doing pretty good yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Now, uh, talk a little bit about how you got to Ardmore to coach track there. 
Uh, well, I finished uh, finished up college December 2007. Uh, got me a job remodeling houses. wasn't quite ready to uh, jump feet first into uh, using my degree. A little bit lazy, I guess, mm-hmm. um, but uh, not ready to grow up. Uh, so did that for a few years and kind of uh, went from that. <clears throat> got a job working at a Target and uh, decided that I didn't want to really uh, do that kind of stuff forever and, and got an opportunity to uh, do some long-term subbing. I graduated from Plainview High School in 2003 and mm-hmm. uh, had the opportunity to do some subbing down there to kind of get my foot in the door and uh, sub there for uh, about a month. Um, and then uh, got serious about uh, getting me a job in education, uh, got hired uh that summer following that out at uh, Dixon teaching uh, sixth grade history mm-hmm. and uh, sixth grade social studies and um, no, no coaching duties to start with ended up volunteering to help uh, with the boys track team and uh, met one of my really good friends and, and great mentors uh, in education and was the, uh, the boys coach and worked alongside him and uh, spent seven years out there uh, teaching and coaching uh, had had some really good kids uh, come along, some some pretty talented uh, teams there for a few years, and mm-hmm. was able to get on at uh, Ardmore in spring of 2018, and uh, again came across some some talented kids and some really good kids that uh, listened really well and bought in and went to work and able to have some success. So, yeah. it doesn't matter what I know if I don't have kids that. Uh, get out there and, and can do it and will do it uh, makes makes all the difference in the world makes my job tremendously easy I'm yeah. very blessed to have this this group that I've had predominantly seniors this year and uh, got them as freshmen and they just they bought in right away and never had to work to get them uh, motivated to to train or compete or anything mm-hmm. uh, never had to give you know a real fiery speech uh they wanted to compete and win uh every single day and that that makes all the difference in, in the ability to do my job well it does i mean anymore i i, I couldn't imagine coaching track because it's hard you know with the way technology is just to get kids right. off phones and actually get them to want to go out and Run out of breath you know i mean right. it's, it's that, that's that, that that would be a tough thing to do now what is it about track at Ardmore? I mean, I'm from Fox, so growing up, Ardmore was the track school, you know. I mean, but, you know, even since you've been there in 2018, your teams are always year in and year out, always competing for the overall state championship. And individually, you, you guys always show out on championship weekend. What What's so special about Ardmore track? I mean, it's kind of on uh, the pedestal. Got some, uh, got some talented kids. Hold on just a second Mm-hmm. Uh, got some talented kids. Uh, can do uh, a lot of high level of athleticism, um, and just uh, a big deal that I, I like to talk about and, and used heavily last year. Um, in our field house, it, they painted on there, you know, the years that we won state championships in football and boys and girls track, and just uh, explain to them, you know, and just show them and say, look. We're good at this. This school is good at this. This community is good at this. Um, you guys can leave your mark uh, on this this community. 
and you know and mm-hmm. let's let's go get after it and compete and, and give it the best we've got and if you guys will work and listen i think we can uh be highly successful and and they like the idea of um leaving their mark uh on on ardmore and, mm-hmm. and across the state so that makes it uh makes it fun makes it interesting uh and, and really just kind of pushes them to be successful yeah now now coming into that program uh, with the tradition that that you guys have there did you kind of feel any pressure to live up to that or like you said the kids were great at just jumping in and getting to work but did you kind of feel any pressure to succeed uh yeah i get uh it was quite a big transition uh you know and kind of being uh self-conscious i guess i i mm-hmm. got it and was like uh told my wife i said you know wait a minute um <laughs> i went from you know 3a which at the time i was there we didn't dixon had a uh a gravel track and then it got upgraded to compressed granite and was in the, the process of getting an all weather facility built. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, it got finished, um, Oh, at summer, they were <laughs> finished at the summer, uh, after I left. Um, uh, so I felt kind of, <laughs> nice. it's, it's odd that I've, I've, you know, fought and tried to get people convinced and explain to them how, how important it was that we get a facility and a surface that we can train on. Uh, no matter the weather and this and that, and then we finally get it. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm not staying around. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, it looks looks kind of kind of silly and a, and a bit foolish to to push so hard to get all that, and then it's it's far along in the process. And I'm like, well, I'm going to look at something different instead, anyways. Yeah. Um, and then just kind of going from a uh, had some, like I said, had some success. Uh, we got runner up uh, my next to last year at the regional meet. Uh, as a team, most most successful, you know, track team we had just had didn't have a whole bunch of numbers mm-hmm. uh, and kids, but had some some kids that could perform at a pretty high level and uh, a couple of top five finishes in cross country. And then uh, you know to come over and, and take over um, eventually at Ardmore, which is one of the more storied programs in the state. Uh, at times I kind of felt like I didn't quite deserve it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know what? A, you know, had some, yes, acknowledged that we'd been successful and, and things like that. But uh, to me, not kind of the level of success uh, I would think it would require to to get a program uh, with the history that Armour's had. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, get in there, kind of fueled me to go to work and prove to you know myself uh, that I deserved uh, the opportunity and. Mm-hmm. Uh, just getting in there and getting after it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, it, I think it is important for a, a coach to put pressure on himself. You know, I, I do. I, yes, sir. Because, I, I mean, I, I think that it's – if you don't, then you're just kind of setting yourself up for mediocrity, you know. So I, right. A healthy pressure, you know. You right. know what I mean? Now, you kind of talked – how has the community support been for track? Uh, it's been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been phenomenal. Um, the the support from parents uh, and and I'm you know kind of hit me uh, after the state meet. Uh, I guess I always knew it was there, but never really uh, kind of articulated it to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, get done with the state meet, and we're you know we since we hosted it was 
clean up and put up and get things put away and and all that kind of stuff afterwards not every single little thing but getting a bunch of stuff uh cleaned off and and get done and i'm getting a gator to put stuff away and i'm driving around getting stuff and i look and there's several of our uh our dads out there in the parking lot track dads mm-hmm. uh standing around talking and uh they were all parents of seniors and it kind of hit me that uh how important it is to me they've entrusted me to be a positive male role model for their sons mm-hmm. uh and that uh I'd always kind of put pressure on myself to to do all those kind of things and yeah. you know be be positive influences in their lives, but that you know it hit hit home pretty hard that uh, I had support from these these parents and they they trusted me mm-hmm. with their sons. Then that's a uh, you know having uh, just me and my brother being the you know the two of us and. Uh, Mm-hmm. How important my my dad was in our lives, and uh, the male role models I've had, and that these parents have trusted me with their kids, which is the most important, you know, and thing and, and yeah. job that that I've got with my two uh, kiddos. Um, it it's been quite an honor to to realize that those parents trusted me and, and supported me, and told me that they were, you know, proud of of the impact I've had on their sons' lives, and that was pretty neat feeling yeah yeah now talk about some of your kids into individual performances this year and how they did at the state track meet uh had a really talented group um uh got them these seniors when they were freshmen and uh told them if they'd uh they'd buy in and, and work um i'd take them anywhere in the state that we could and go compete against uh the best we could find uh and if they stuck with it you know i said it may be rough you know first couple years but by the time you guys are juniors and seniors um we can we'll go some places and and do some damage and and they bought into that and worked and uh were able to do that you know didn't uh didn't win very many meets Mm -hmm. um but uh when we go places, we were going to score in that you know eighty to eighty point range, eighty to ninety point range, mm-hmm. pretty much anywhere we went, and so just kind of limited on on overall numbers and, and left a lot of events that we didn't have anybody in. But the events that we did have people in, we were pretty solid in. So yeah, uh, had some some good relays. Uh, won the four by one at the state meet uh, and got runner up in the four by two and four by four, um, and. Uh, some some outstanding individual performances uh along with that so had some had some kids that i knew that uh if we stayed healthy um mm-hmm. we were going to be in a good spot you know metal wise point wise and uh made made my job a lot easier yeah mm-hmm. uh, having those talented kids just uh, putting them in the right spots yeah now basketball has aau summer ball which anymore it seems like it's year-round Yes, sir. You know, baseball, softball has travel ball. Football has, you know, workouts over the summer. Is there anything that your track kids do over the summer or in the off seasons? Right. Um, a majority of mine uh, that are that really uh, carry us I, as, as far as points and, and things like that, uh, mm-hmm. majority of mine are, are uh, football players as well. Mm-hmm. So they get their – their summer workouts and stuff that way. Um, 
and, and we're so sprint oriented uh, for the mm. most part. I don't I don't worry a ton uh, about putting them through track stuff during the summer. I know that they're going to go get their yeah. their core strength and their lifts, and, and they're going to get their conditioning and things, um, getting ready for the fall all summer long. Um, so then it just comes to the fact of in the winter time keeping them uh, starting to to build a foundation for. Uh, you know, building up some endurance for longer, mm-hmm. uh, longer events, you know, and then just not try not to overtrain. I've, I've had a tendency in the past to, yeah, uh, to overtrain. And I feel like last year that started to creep up. Uh, we were doing a whole lot of really hard stuff, uh, early in the season and we kept having some injuries. And so I had to, had to back off pretty heavy in the month of April last year mm-hmm. and, uh, decided I was not going to do that again this year. We would just progress, uh, a little more slowly and, and, ex- and explain to them too that um, over push last year we're going to progress slowly and, and eventually I mean it may you know get in the way of a, a few medals here and there at meets along the way but mm-hmm. uh, we want to be in shape and, and healthy uh, for the regional and state meet and that's every meet is important but those uh, carry even more weight with them so yeah. uh we just got to make sure we're ready when the time is right, and, and uh, the kids listened and, and, and understood that uh, kind of the, the system and the plan. And uh, I feel like we uh, handled handled that pretty well all season, and, and it showed at the state meet. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, the end result's what matters. Yeah, and that is <laughs> it is kind of tough to kind of gradually get to that, and like you said, missing out, maybe missing out on some medals early on, but it's the long term. <laughs> No, yep. which is difficult but it, you know especially with um, everything today being so instantaneous mm-hmm. uh, which is you know you kind of mentioned a while ago which makes uh, the track interesting uh, in, in any type of whether it's track cross country anything like that it's you can see results more quickly in other sports mm-hmm. uh, you have to be really patient and, and that's a challenge um, And but just kind of constantly reminding kids that um they had to be patient and mm-hmm. the results will come. And, and so, uh, makes it interesting, interesting as a coach to keep, uh, keep them reminded of that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how much you kind of touched on a little bit, how much emphasis do you put on weight training? Like in season, like I know you said now you've got your football workouts, which kind of let that take care of that. But like, do you put much emphasis on weight training or is it more the conditioning part of it when it gets to uh, end season? Yeah, it's it's been more conditioning. Um, mm-hmm. I'm working uh, with uh, with some of our coaches about coming up with uh, some some lifts that are more event specific. Uh, didn't do a whole lot of this when I was uh, definitely not in high school, and did some in, when I was in college, but not a bunch. Yeah. Um, our junior high uh, coach, uh, junior high boys coach Dwayne Allen, was uh, outstanding at Ardmore as a school record holder in the 400. Mm. Uh, he ran at OBU as well, and multi-time all-american and national champion and so uh i visited with him about that some and i said well i want to work on getting something in place for next year kind of a schedule and a plan and what are we going to do and how do we progress um i said i want to visit with you some this summer he said i've still got some of my handouts from when we were in college and doing that and i said excellent i want to go through and, and you know and get event specific type stuff um and that way there's a, a system in place for our kids as part of their, their training regimen. Um, I, I haven't so far been, 
been real concerned with it. Uh, they, like you said, they get they get plenty of uh, plenty of strength and and uh, lifting things with with their football set that they do. So mm-hmm. just kind of continuing some of that, but uh, kind of making sure that we're we're focusing on exactly what they need during track season and, and uh, to help with development and help with recovery and, mm-hmm. and injury prevention is, is a big key, yeah. uh, big key for us. Yeah, that kind of goes into this other question I was going to ask you, and I hadn't really thought about that because, you know, like at small schools, we only got, you know, one coach sometimes for both programs. Right. Uh, how do you – I mean, I guess I'm assuming you have – like kind of like assistant coaches to help you with I mean you've got your sprinters your distance guys I mean like with Ardmore you've got pole vaulters I'm assuming uh we, we've had uh one pole vaulter uh working on getting getting some more of that going yeah. um you know it's I don't do a great job of of getting out and, and being I guess a salesman uh for track <laughs> yeah. like I need to be um uh, but I you know it's it's a conflict of ideas within myself is you know if they don't want to be here yeah absolutely then, yeah. then you know okay mm-hmm. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna battle them to be here mm-hmm. because this is not the kind of sport that no is mm-hmm. you know if you don't want to be here you're not if you don't want to do this you're not going to have much fun and you're not going to do well absolutely um, and yeah. so I'm, i go back and forth within myself on that but uh trying to trying to do a better job of getting you know, getting more kids interested, getting them excited, and, and getting them to come out and try and say, "We got 17 events. We'll we'll put you somewhere. Yeah. Uh, try to find something for you where you, you know you can enjoy it and, and have some success and mm-hmm. go from there." But uh, got uh, uh, three assistants uh, this past year and, and working on getting uh, getting more kids out, and yeah. that way it's not just uh, you know we. Uh, tell our kids i said the challenge for us is we're leaving so many events um uncontested mm-hmm. uh, when yeah. it comes down to you know trying to score points at the state meet it, it works out better you know i told them that i said it works out better when you get down to the end of the year and, and not everybody has all their stuff qualified it helps our case more mm-hmm. as far as team points but uh yeah. i said a lot of these regular meets we're gonna we're gonna give up a tremendous amount of points to people because they got uh, they're really good at this you know this or that and we went to a meet and, mm-hmm. and we're trying to uh place high as a team and we we went to the sophomore meet and i think we were second we were runner up i believe at the sophomore meet somewhere in there and, and we got um gave up a lot of po- uh, you know broken arrow scored a whole bunch of points yeah and they go well dang and i said well look guys i said they went one two three in the pole ball i said we don't have any falters yeah, yeah you know we've got multiple you know we got some different events where we don't multiple events we don't have anybody competing in mm-hmm. uh and and so it's it's just it's a challenge for us at some of these meets but when it comes to regional and state meet uh, pretty much what we score mm-hmm. is what we're going to score yeah and uh yeah. you know some of these things different events uh, you go to a meet like you know the regional meet the state meet kid a kid might score uh get third in an event at a, at a regular season meet at the state meet they won't score any points so they're you know that stuff starts to to factor in and kind of trickle down and, and starts chipping away at, at other people's numbers that they score and i said what we do we do really really well so mm-hmm. let's focus on what we do and take care of our business and i said i think the rest of it will take care of itself and so mm-hmm. you know we like i said we score in that 80 to 90 point range a whole lot um uh, 
and then end up scoring 94 points at the state meet. I said, I mean, we're just kind of what we are is what we are. And uh, we're going to score these. We go to some big meets and we go to a really big one. Yeah. Well, we may be in that 75 point range, but we're going to score pretty decently no matter where we go and what we do. Yeah. And so now I know you said you had a lot of seniors this year, but what, what's kind of, what's next for Ardmore track? Kind of what's your vision for the program? Uh, we're, goodness, uh, trying to, the, the seniors were so big from their freshman year on. I mean, it was, uh, it's, it's going to be a, a challenge replacing them, uh, on their points and, and, and on their work ethic and on their character. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, they've set the, set the standard for, you know, we had quite a few freshmen come out this year and, um, the way they saw these seniors, you know, get out there and work, um, they just understand that that's just part of what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not going to be fun every day. And they're not going to want to do it every day, but that's part of uh, the price I got to pay to be a, a part of this program. And that was, that was a huge, that was a big deal to me um, mm-hmm. for setting an example for these, these younger guys and uh, got some talent coming through. And uh, we've still got, still got several things that we can do uh do pretty well next year so you know the the re the hate to say rebuilding but uh you graduate that many contributing seniors it mm-hmm. uh, it takes a lot to to replace the points that we've uh, graduated but i think we we can score pretty well next year and and who knows mm-hmm. uh may get surprised i've been surprised by yeah. some of the kids coming into this year that i as you know i had them like i said as freshman on and I was like yeah they're going to be really good at this and I go wow they're way better than I thought they were going to be yeah, yeah. and so you know yeah. I thought you know, thought I knew exactly what I had and then they go ahead and surprise me I go well that gun I don't know yeah. I, I don't really always realize what all they're capable of yeah that, that is so. true I think we've noticed that here we've had in football we've had or this is our boys program we've had a lot of senior graduate you know in a small school you get 12 seniors that contribute to all your programs. That's pretty tough. And it, yeah, it's it, hard to come back from. Well, and it really has been, and it's kind of surprised me. I think it surprised our coaching staff here that, you know, they, the, the kids have really adopted that next man up kind of mentality, you know, and that's, yes, sir. and that's something like what you were saying that the seniors that left really kind of instilled that, Hey, this is a program that we've built. Y'all got to keep carrying it on. And, right. I, and I think that, yeah, kids are, you know, as with with as, uh, you know, as older guys and coaches always kind of, yeah, you know, all these kids is all they got technology and all that's all they want to do. But sometimes they will surprise you and stuff like that. I have yes, come sir. to notice that. And I hope it keeps surprising us. <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely. Now, before before I let you go, I'm asking you a couple of just kind of laid back kind of questions. Do okay. you do you have any uh, future tracksters in your household? I think so. We'll see. Uh, my wife and I've got uh, seven-year-old twin daughters. Oh boy! And so, uh, boy, that is, that's I don't know. They ne- they never stop moving, so that's a, that's a positive <laughs> sign. We we'll just have to see. Uh, it, it's interesting. I got one that that's pretty hard-headed. Got a little bit of uh, me and her mom. If it's if it's not her idea, uh, good luck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if if it is her idea, good luck stopping her. Yeah. And so uh, that's. Uh, that's a an exciting thing to to see and, and kind of watch her develop and and, and go. Yeah. Okay, 
she's looking for something in her backpack right now. But uh, <laughs> she turned the light on somewhere else. And says, what are you doing? I'm looking for something. All right, whatever. Um, and the uh, other one is more of a more of a people pleaser. If you you know you say we need you to do this, she's going to run and do it and, mm-hmm. and report back for more instructions. And so it's a <laughs> it's an interesting deal. We've got a little bit of a little bit of that. Uh, a little bit about them, me and my wife in both of them, yeah. and so uh, we'll see. Like I said, this never-ending energy—it's yeah. always, always something. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's really good, sometimes it's not. But yeah, I imagine it's always something. With seven years, Ooh, twin seven years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, and final, and the final question: What is the toughest race you ever participated in? Whether it was in college, high school, you know, post-college career. Toughest race. Oh, wow. It look like I've seen you did like some of those like crazy, I don't know, where you get all muddy and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I did uh, the toughest thing I've done, which wasn't, wasn't a race, but it was uh, seemed like a good idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Famous last words. And, and it was fun. I, want, I, I would like to try it again, but not anytime real soon. Uh couple years ago did the uh, rim to rim of the grand canyon oh yeah mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine that got me into trail running and, and we've Ooh. you know gone and done a couple of a uh, couple of trail runs and things and he's he turned 60 that summer or, or that fall mm-hmm. in september and he said uh he'd always wanted to go do that and he said uh i want to go do the rim to rim i was like oh okay cool and he goes you want to go and i was like well when you know and told me everything and i said yeah that sounds fun <laughs> <laughs> and uh told me the distance i was like all right cool i thought <laughs> it shows my ignorance on it i thought i'd heard of it mm-hmm. and i thought it was a run beside the canyon that yeah. you get to you know run beside the canyon and get to see it. and i was like that'd be really cool yeah and i was like all right well what do i need to do you know to do to start training well blah blah, blah and told me. I was like, all right so a week or two goes by and he goes all right how do you feel that's pretty good he goes good we need to get some hill training in Mm. And I was like, why? <laughs> you know, yeah. and he goes, well, it's, I said, I know it's a long ways. And, you know, obviously that helps, but, you know, what's hill training? I said, why would I need hill training? We're running on the road. And he goes, no, we're not. And I, <laughs> we're not. And I said, okay, explain the rim to rim. He goes, we start the north rim and we go down into the canyon. We run through the bottom and, and come back out the other side. And I went, oh, okay. And I went, wait, what? <laughs> he goes, yeah, we're going to start and go down. He said the first, you know, hour, hour and a half is all downhill. And I went, oh. And he goes, then we run through the bottom, and then we got to come back out. And I was like, oh, oh so how much? And he goes, ah, oh, you know, six, I think it was 6,000, uh, 6,500 or something on the way down, and then 6,000 or something on the way out. And oh. I was like, oh, that sounds terrible yeah, yeah and he goes yes yeah he goes it'll be fun i went <laughs> all right well i guess sure i said we've got two weeks in i might as well just keep going which is you know yeah. kind of a foolish thing i was like ah maybe not but uh but it was it was pretty miserable but it was it, it was incredible no. uh in yeah, typical you know kind of competitive mode we get done and we're mm-hmm. miserable and we're driving home and uh, or that, some that evening and, and all day the next day, which was absolutely maybe the worst I've ever felt in my life physically. <laughs> uh, and uh, we get to talking and we got plenty of time to kill and we get to trying to figure out, you know, he goes, 
you don't want to come back and do this again. I was like, nope, I'm yeah. good. Yeah. And then, you know, a few hours later, well, it could be kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> before we, you know, by the time we get back into Oklahoma, we're already figuring ways we can cut off, you know, an hour and a half or whatever, yeah. you know, and just, wow. I go, well, we really are idiots. Yeah. I think that's a runner's curse. Yeah, right when you get done, and like you said, yeah. the, next, the day or two after, you're like, why did I do that? But then it's like, what yeah. can I do it again? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I tell my wife, and she goes, well, what do you, she goes, are y'all going to do that again? And I go, I think so. She goes, but you're miserable. And I went, yeah, but it would be fun. It's a good miserable. Uh, yeah, it was. It was, but it was, we did that on a Saturday. We ran on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Thursday. And I tell people it was genuinely, and I mean, I trained, did more mileage than I'd ever done before and was doing some, you know, what I, what I call for, for me and everything pretty, pretty good workouts and stuff. And, mm-hmm. uh, it took me until Thursday before my legs felt, pretty normal again wow. i said i was thursday before i felt you know kind of normal i said i wasn't in any any hurry to go run but i felt like i could yeah and and so uh it was it was pretty intense it was uh i don't know i don't know if i'll ever do it again um no you will we'll Sounds see like it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see it was fun yeah. the, the the feeling of, of accomplishment afterwards and everything i mean mm-hmm. it's pretty that that part of it makes you makes you want to go back and do it but uh yeah. I don't know. That was pretty miserable. Yeah, I think that's what people don't get about, you know, racing after you don't have to, you know. Right, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's the, the, the accomplishment part of it. Yeah, and it, it took me a while after I got done running because I started in, you know, pretty competitively in fifth grade and mm-hmm. and went all through uh, high school and then four years of college, and I was like, I feel like, man, I bet you run all the time. I'm like, I don't run at all. <laughs> yeah. and they go, what do you mean? And I go, I said, well, didn't you just graduated and you ran all through college? And I go, yeah. I said it was like a job. I said I, I uh, got to yeah. take some time off, and now it's enjoyable. I said I take enough time off for it to be something I would enjoy again. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was such a competitive nature, you know, when I was in high school, mm-hmm. trying to be successful, and then I led over into college, trying to be successful, and then actually being on scholarship. I said it's it was like a job, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I mean, I'd spend five days a week in in high school in the summer. I, I'd be you know, whatever job, summer job I had to get, it I couldn't go to work until after practice. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I go work out at seven in the morning and we get done about, you know, by the time I get to work, it's nine. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm working later in the day because I got to work later. And, mm-hmm. but that was something I had to go do. And same kind of thing in college. It was, you know, getting my, getting my mileage and everything in. And it was, uh, spring break christmas break you know thanksgiving all that i said i've never had i've never went on a spring break trip before uh yeah. because always that was that was always training yeah. i mean i was you know i never really thought about that because i yeah. i mean I, I ran track in when i was in high school i mean i wasn't wasn't great at it or anything i was and i was a sprinter i was to me a 400 was long distance <laughs> so I mean, you know, and I never really looked at it as work. Like I never really thought about that because people now will ask me, and I'm 44. People ask me, you know, why do you like to run? I'm like, because it's it's fun. I like the mileage, yeah. getting, you know, making sure I get a certain amount of mileage a week. Yeah. But I, I, I never thought about that. You know, that's what you did forever. So you needed yeah. to get away from it for a while. You know? Yeah, and it uh, and it is. It's enjoyable now. Yeah. I mean, it's it's back to being fun and. uh uh, this weather, temperature-wise, is ideal for getting in trail runs, except that I hate mud. So, yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah. I guess I won't be running for for a little while. But yeah. uh, no, it's 
it's definitely it's very rewarding. Uh, and what I what I like most about it, uh, and I, I tell our kids, I said it's you know for the beauty of it is no matter how how talented you are or untalented, this is one of the things where you can measure your success and improvement, mm-hmm. and, and you can compete against yourself. Yep. Um, you know, and you go, oh, well, I ran three miles. I've never run three miles before. Well, I want to see if I can do three and a half or four or, or whatever it is. You can compete with yourself. And, and if you get, you know, last at every meet and your time improves, I'm going to be just as excited and, and proud of you as I am. You know, I had a kid go out and win three individual golds and, and a, be on a uh, first place relay at the state meet. I said, I'm going to be as excited for you as I am for that kid, because mm-hmm. there's a, you can compete with yourself and improve yourself. And then, you know, that I tell them that work ethic and that, uh, ideology carries over into your daily life, whether mm-hmm. you want to be a better employee today or a better husband or a better father or whatever it is mm-hmm. every day you, you can put in the work and, and make improvements and you can see that over time and you can be in control of, you know your level of success, yep. uh, and and what you get to do, and if you if you work at running continually, you will see some results. Yep. May not be in wins, but you will see some results. You will see some improvements, and and you can you know in a lot of ways measure how much you've improved. And there's mm-hmm. no denying you know the clock. I so, said you know yep. you can get feedback in other sports, and I said not to take anything away from them, but you make your best game. You know, I, I like to use basketball a lot. I say your best game, you know, you may average 15 points a game and your best game, you may only have 10 points, mm-hmm. but yeah. you had a bunch of, you know, <clears throat> rebounds and this and that. And I said, you know, it's, it's can be kind of hard to convince you of your best performance ever. And I said, the beauty about, you know, running, you can look at it and go, wow, that's the best 200 I've ever run. That was the best race of my life. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, you can measure that. And I said, that's rewarding. I said those those days don't come around very often, but they are really fun when they do. Yep. So, yeah. well, Coach, I've taken enough of your time today. I, I really <laughs> oh, appreciate good. I appreciate you doing this. I I could talk running and racing forever, but uh, yes, sir. But uh, good luck to you in the years coming up. I know you'll do a good job, Eric. Thank you. Well, thank you. Coaching track seems easy from the outside looking in. Run some laps, get them in shape, and make sure you turn left on race day. But it's a lot more than that. There's a mental game you have to get the kids to prepare for. You have to find what kids are good at and get them to focus their energy on something they may not want to do, but they have the potential to be good and help the overall team. Coach Bell has a lot of athletes to do that with at Ardmore, but it still can't be an easy task. Championship tradition is what Ardmore track is about, and Coach Bell has the program going in the right direction. And that's not straight and then turn left. It's up. Thanks for listening to Kenny and the Coaches. Go ahead and subscribe to my podcast and tell others about it. It's Kenny and the Coaches, and that's Kenny with an E. Until next time.